scripture reading and the following address are part of the YouTube streamed worship service from St Paul's Lutheran Church, Box Hill, Victoria, Australia, on Palm Sunday, April 2nd, 2023. For more information, visit www.stpaulsboxhill.org.au. Holy Gospel according to Matthew chapter 21. Glory when they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, go into the village ahead of you and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, the Lord needs them and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet saying, tell the daughter of Zion, look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. And when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, who is this? The crowds were saying, this is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. This is the gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. And welcome everyone to St Paul's on this Palm Sunday. Look, here comes the King. We heard that this morning as we began our worship, didn't we? Both with uh, the children telling us the story and in our opening words. I imagine that in a month's time in London, on the 6th of May I think it is, the streets will be lined with many people who like 70 years ago when with the coronation of Queen Elizabeth, uh, will be looking forward to the coming of the King. Well, some of them will be, I'm sure, anyway. Look, here comes the King. Will you be watching? And what do you think of this King who comes? And what does this King who comes mean for you and for your life as you go about it? Well, today may I take you from London via Jerusalem back to Box Hill ever so briefly. Today we welcome the King and a very beloved donkey, by the way. Don't we love that donkey? I do. And may I ask you then similar questions as this King comes to town? Who is the one who comes? Who is this King for you? And what difference, if any, does he make as you live 
your life. Well, let's ponder those things in a moment, but first of all, let's pray. Loving Lord Jesus, thank you for coming among us, coming to us and coming for us. Prepare our hearts and our lives uh, for this day and for our lives ahead with you. We pray, Lord, in your precious name. Amen. Jesus is greeted, isn't he, by the people in Jerusalem with acclamation. The crowds spread their cloaks before him and they cut palm branches and spread them on the road. We might know the story very well. The crowds shout Hosanna just as we did this morning. Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. How do you receive him this day? How do others in your life receive him? Do they know that he's come to town? Do they even know that he exists? The crowds who met Jesus that first Palm Sunday sing and cry out and enact the words of the prophet Zechariah. Rejoice greatly, O daughter Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter, O people, O city Jerusalem. Look, your king comes to you. He comes triumphant and victorious, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. Jesus' entry to Jerusalem fulfills scripture about the coming of God's Messiah to rescue his people, written by a prophet hundreds of years before this. And as we look at these words of Zechariah, they might tell us a number of things, and I'm going to suggest a couple. The king comes to you. Your king comes. Jesus, God's Messiah, comes to you and to me and to this city today, to our little church here at Box Hill, to our neighbours, to our family, to the place where you and I are occupying. He comes. He comes triumphant and victorious. And yet he comes humble. He comes in humility riding on this donkey. Triumphant and victorious, but also in humility. What does this mean for us today, I wonder? The crowds that greet and follow Jesus like us with our shouts and our palm branches, singing our hosannas, and as we heard today again, hosanna meaning, save us, save us, Lord, we pray will soon be replaced, and this is often the story we have on this Palm Sunday, Passion Sunday, of the story of the changed voices. Hosanna gives way to the shouts of crucify in the same city and perhaps by the same people who welcomed Jesus. If we listen to the, the story going on, we meet in Matthew chapter 27 these words. Now at the festival, that is the Passover festival, the governor was accustomed to release a prisoner for the crowd, anyone that they wanted. At that time, they had a notorious prisoner called, and perhaps his first name was Jesus, Barabbas. So after they had gathered, Pilate said to them, who do you want me to release for you, Barabbas 
or Jesus who is called the Christ. And a few verses later, the governor says again, which of the two do you want me to release to you? And they say, Barabbas. Pilate says to them, then what should I do with Jesus who is called the Christ? And all of them said, it's interesting, all of them said, Matthew records, crucify him. And he asked, why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, crucify him. The crowds change, don't they? The one they welcomed at king as king is now betrayed. How does it look in your life and mine, I wonder? Do you and I too? Surely not I. Betray him by our sins, by our times of selfishness, by the times that we turn from him. Palm Sunday for me, and I don't know what it is for you so much in your journey in life, is like the season of Lent encompassed in one place. It's a day that I find that we're called to examine not so much the one who is on trial before Pilate, but the one I look at in the mirror. And for me, it's not a pleasant place to be sometimes. By our sin, you and I too betray this King of Kings. This is truth. It's not by our power that we somehow elect Jesus as our King or choose him to be our King. In the mirror of God's word, I find that so often I betray him because of my sin. But onward he comes, just as we welcomed him in the drama this morning, this Palm Sunday, humble and yet triumphant, riding on a donkey. Willingly he comes and he calls us to follow him deeply into this week. For this week, the king will sacrifice in love his life and live out the words of John 15. It's not you who chose me, but I have chosen you. I've chosen you. I've saved you from the punishment of death. I love you. Unconditionally, I love you no matter who you are no matter what life has been and is for you, I go for you. It's not you who make me what I am, but it is I who makes you who you are. So be who you are today and in this week. You don't need to be anxious about what lies ahead for me, I think the king might be saying. You don't need to be anxious about what lies ahead for you. Follow me. Confidently you can follow me because I'm going ahead for you and with you. So as we enter this holy week now with Jesus and head our way to Maundy Thursday, to Good Friday, and the victory of this humble king who gives his life in the place of you and me and the crowds, in the place of those who greet him, In our place, this humble king will triumph for you and for me. The unexpected triumph of the humble one is so sure in giving his own life for you. I gave my back to those who struck me. 
and my cheeks to those who pulled out the beard. I did not hide my face from insult and spitting. Dear friends in Christ, here is your king. And we travel with him to the place of his suffering, to the place of his death, of his giving his life for you and me. Jesus fulfills the words of the prophets. Not the mighty king that some might be looking for, but the one who takes all the anger and punishment of, of God over the, the, the devastation of human sin, yours and mine included, and wears it on his body for us. The crowds sing, Hosanna, save us, we pray. The crowds cry out, crucify. And the wonderful God irony is that through the crucifixion, God saves those who put their trust in him. So carry this good news in you, for you, in these days. Like our beloved donkey, we too carry Jesus in our lives. When I was elected the assistant bishop of the, of the Lutheran Church of Australia, some very thoughtful people gave me this I don't know if you can see it where you are. It's a lovely little donkey. And it's a little bit of a play on the words. When you, when you shorten assistant, it becomes ass. Um, <laughs> the ass bishop. And I thought that was very good, very good for me. Um, and it does keep us grounded, I think. But um, the wonderful thing is that it doesn't matter who we are. In our lives, we carry Jesus wherever we go. So carry the king in your life where you go this week. Hear of him for you, tell of him for others, for we are his people. What difference does the coming of the king make for you and for others through you? Well, hear again the words of Philippians chapter 2. If then there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love, any sharing in the spirit, any compassion and sympathy, Paul writes, make my joy complete by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave being born in human likeness and being found in human form. He humbled himself and became obedient even to the point of death, death on a cross." Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge and confess that Jesus Christ is, is Lord to the glory of God the Father. See, your King comes. How will you respond to him as he comes for you? 
Amen. And may the peace of God, which guards your hearts and minds, keep you safe in Christ Jesus and in his love always. Amen.